0: Hi, I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a naturopath, healthy ish lifestyle architect, body joy seeker, and french fry activist. And you're listening to 100% healthy ish. Here's the thing as a naturopath and an intuitive eating health at every size health coach, I have seen every angle and end of the health conversation. And after years of clinical and coaching experience, I've developed a framework for feeling good and having fun that I know you're going to love. To be healthy-ish, we move beyond the boring basics and consider some-ish you have never thought of before when it comes to your health. Are you ready? It's going to be fun. Let's go. Hey, and welcome back. Today, I'm going to be talking about body image and the things that have helped me the most when it comes to feeling good in my body and what I'm currently working on. Um, I feel great in my body like 90 to 95% of the time, I would say. Not all the time. Of course, I'm just a human being in a human body and I have bad body days just like I have bad hair days and I'm also occasionally, you know, deeply affected by the culture that we live in and what our culture values. Um, but I'm able to move past that quite quickly now. And that's years in the making. I've been at this since 2013, 2011, really, um, since my daughter, my second daughter, was born. This is process has been in effect. So it's a long time coming, but I will say that quite quickly, I was able to shift the way that I felt about my body. And since then, there have just been these really interesting deeper iterations of body acceptance that have happened. Um as always I want to just acknowledge the fact that I'm a medium-sized person. I don't claim to be in a super you know radical body where it's so difficult to accept my body and I completely acknowledge that if you were in a larger body than I'm in, that it becomes increasingly difficult to just accept your body. But today, what I'm talking about is just body image, how we feel about our bodies. And um, that, you know, anyone in any size and shape of body can feel bad about their body, despite the fact that there are different and increasingly large challenges for those who are in larger bodies. So, With that in mind, when it comes to the things that we can alter and we can shift, um, I want to go a little bit beyond. I think that I hope if you've been following me for a while, you know that the number one way to change your body image, if you have not done this already, please do it today, is to shift up your social media, is to mute or unfollow accounts that trigger you, that encourage thinner bodies that continue to spew these ideals about food and health and wellness, that feel out of reach, that feel rigid, that feel restrictive, that trigger bad behaviors in you. Get rid of those accounts and start following a really wide range of accounts that share bodies of different sizes and shapes and gender expression. You know, the more variety we see in bodies, and the more often we see bodies that look like our bodies, and bodies that are larger than our bodies, the more easily it is, the more easily we begin to accept our own bodies. And so essentially, this just boils down to, you know, the really simple, basic, fundamental truth that if we only ever see one kind of body, that is what we That is what we subconsciously and consciously absorb to be the norm or the right body. And so if, like me at 43, there were decades of your life where you only saw very tall, thin, white bodies perceived in marketing, in fashion, in movies, on TV, then you have subconsciously absorbed that that is the right kind of body, that that is the one right body. And so mixing up your social media is, is step number one. It is quite literally the fastest researched way to begin to shift the way that you see your body. You need to see images of people who have thighs like you and arms like you and bellies like you. You need to see them. So there's that. Um, beyond that, the things that have been most helpful for me are the following. The first thing has been being in Pictures it's a daunting thing to do at first because there's often a gap again if we're used to seeing one kind of body in photos and in images and in the media the first few times or the rare occasions where you see a photo of yourself there's a contrast right i'm i'm 54 i don't know what i weigh but my bmi is is high um I'm a heavy person, I'm a short person, I'm a roundish person. Um there's a a fairly big gap between me and models or actresses that I've seen in the past in movies and in magazines and on TV. So it used to be that when I would see my photo it would be very jarring. And the social media thing that I just talked about helps with that. It absolutely helps. But I think that there's also A reality that we just need to see ourselves. Like, as many people as I follow on social media, none of them look exactly like me. None of them are exactly my height or shape or size. And so I just needed to get used to seeing my own body. And you can do this, you know, in front of a mirror. I don't have, for for whatever reason, I have like face mirrors in my home. I don't have a ton of full length mirrors. So photos, and I really love having photos. We love to travel. I love to be out with the kids Um, for the purposes of social media and this work that I do. I am often in photos and the repetition of that and the seeing of my body in that way has really normalized my body. It's also given me this interesting shift in perspective where like I could take 10 photos and I look totally different sizes in all of them. And so it's really Poked holes in this idea of one bad photo means that my body is terrible and I look terrible all the time, right? So, the more photos that I take, the more I'm like, oh, okay, a photo is just a snapshot of time. It doesn't always tell the truth. It's not the be all and the end all. It's not that I never have photos that I don't like. I, of course, do. Again, I'm a human in a human body having a human experience, but I've just gotten better and better at seeing the good and enjoying the photos that I love and seeing my body as normal like it's not it's not abnormal it's a normal body in a photo with my kids doing something fun that I want to remember so that has been really helpful for me the thing that has made the photos more fun and better has been really finding my style and I'm still exploring that I'll talk about that in a bit when I talk about what I'm doing next but finding a style of clothing that I really like and curating my wardrobe, getting rid of clothes that don't fit me or that I don't feel good in, having a small wardrobe of clothes that I really love that feel good on my body. You know, when I get the photos, I like them because I like this style that I've cultivated. And if there's something I don't like, I've gotten rid of it. And I've been like, you know, that's just not for me. And I don't necessarily mean flattering, unflattering, whatever, although I'm sure that colors a little bit of my opinion, like it would be silly to think that it doesn't, but I just mean like, do I enjoy the way I look in those clothes? And there are some pieces where I look quote unquote bigger than I think I normally look, but I really like the way it looks on me. And there's somewhere I look smaller and everything in between. So it's not necessarily about looking flattering. It's just, do I like this on me? Do I like the style? Do I like the way that I'm showing up in the world in this outfit, you know? Um so it's definitely led to me enjoying the photos more and I feel much more confident in my body when I'm moving through the world in clothes that I love that feel good on my skin. So that has been incredibly helpful. And and to add on to the social media conversation one of the things that i really encourage for everyone and and something that i've done is even if you can't find a perfect person to follow following one person, two people, four people who sort of look quite a bit like you and who encapsulate little pieces of the style that you want to have like seeing images of those individuals has been very helpful to me and on the days where i feel like I can't be fashionable in this body or I can't look good in this body. It's very helpful to be able to go to those social media profiles and go like, look, here's someone who looks like me, who's wearing cool stuff, who looks amazing. I can do this. Like allowing them to hold the energy for me on the days when I can't. So, okay, to summarize so far, being in pictures, finding my style. And like social media kind of runs through all of this, right? Which I've already mentioned. Third thing is dance. For me, dance has been incredible. I have other friends that say it's powerlifting, I have other friends that say it's yoga or meditation. For me, it has been dance. I have been an athlete my entire life. I've been involved in sports competitively on all levels, several sports actually. And I had a specific kind of confidence. In my body, from doing that, like a confidence that I'm capable and that I have skills and I can be good at things. But dance has really offered up this whole other kind of confidence for me a very vulnerable confidence that I never developed through sport because it's creative and it's an expression of who I am. And there's a being seen in a d- deeper way that I believe happens with dance. I'd say also probably because it's something I started as an adult and I'll never be amazing at it. So I'm always just kind of okay. Like I feel good about it, but I'm just okay. you know. So I allow people to see me dancing, doing dance. Actually, when this comes out, I believe when this goes live, I'm performing in a fundraiser this weekend, which is just wild to me as I record this, because I'm not ready to do that at all. But dance is asking people this, and this isn't a quote from me. This is a quote from um, Peggy Baker, who's like the queen of modern Canadian contemporary dance. She says, dance is asking others to look at you with empathy, to try to understand you, not to judge you, but to understand you. And I always loved that. And I think it's really true. And There are things that I feel more comfortable doing in my body today than I ever have in my whole life because of dance, because of the confidence in my ability to move and express and be. Um, It's just been a very big, big, big game changer for me. Okay, what else? The fourth thing has been looking for evidence to the contrary. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is we all have a lot of stories about our bodies. No one will ever like me in this body. There's no way I could find love in this body. I couldn't possibly do a dance class in this body. I can't wear that stylish outfit in this body, right? We have all these stories about bodies. I actively, every single day, every single week, look for evidence to the contrary. If I have a belief about my body, I look for evidence to the contrary. I am looking for examples on social media, in the movies, on TV, in real life. I am looking for examples of people who are defying the rules. And believe me, you can find these examples. Sometimes it's really hard, but trust me, you can find them. Uh, and the way that tv and and movies are evolving or streaming, I guess, is evolving. There's so many examples now, you know, in in entertainment. We're finding more and more examples in fashion, in even you know things like lingerie and swimsuits. We're finding so many great examples. There's constantly, you know, pieces being written. About love and dating and being in different bodies. There's podcasts. Like you can go on a deep dive. You can find evidence to the contrary. Even if it's beliefs about managing your diabetes or your high blood pressure, whatever is coming up for you, you can find evidence to the contrary of the story you are telling. And then the fifth thing that has been very helpful for me in shifting the way I see my body kind of adds on to the last one. So this idea of looking for evidence to the contrary. I will say that there are are occasionally these moments, many moments actually, where I'm about to go into a party or hang out with a group of friends or go into a dance class or whatever, and I feel like or am the biggest person in the room. That happens fairly frequently in my life. And what I work really hard to do, it, it empowers me and it fuels me, is to be the example. So, you know, in the, last, in the last step or the last thing I was talking about, it was like looking for evidence to the contrary. Or when I was talking about, you know, looking for those people that you can follow who are fashionable and who can hold the energy for you on the days when you're having a rough time. In moments where I need it and I don't have it around me, I try to embody that energy. I try to remember that if I don't see the expression of myself in a space or a place, and again, I'm speaking from a fairly privileged position. I'm white. I'm, you know, I'm straight. I'm like not pretending that I'm in such a radical body, but there are still plenty of spaces that I go into where I don't feel like I see bodies like mine. So I try to be the example for other women who are around me who are in bodies like mine. I try to show up and present myself in a way that I feel really proud of, to wear clothes that feel fashionable to me, to feel, you know, and and you don't owe anyone the way that you look. I'm not saying that, but I just try to hold that energy. I try to be that example. I try to be the person who goes out to dinner with her husband and feels great about the clothes she's wearing and how she looks, even though I'm not tall and a size two. If I go out with, for dinner with friends, I try to get dressed up and and just be excited about getting to be there with people and holding that energy. And you know, 99.9% of the time, I'm sure there's no one looking on. I'm conjuring this energy and I'm attempting to hold this space and place for other women, for other people. And the reality is 99.9% of the time, I don't think anybody's looking but I love the idea that someone might, that someone might look on and be like, oh, great. Look at, there's another woman having a good time in the body she's in. That's the goal. That's the goal for me. And it really helps me. I find it empowering and motivating and fueling to remember that when I cannot find someone else to hold the energy for me, like I need to step up and do that. I need to step up and do that job. Um, Okay. And then where am I going next? So when I think about 2023, this is going live at the in January of 2023. And when I'm thinking about my core values and what's next for me and what I want to work on, I'd say one of my words for this year is vibrant. And so that has a lot of meaning to me. But the two things that relate to this episode are really working on taking care and feeling good in my body and i'm going to tell you i'm off to a slow start with this <laughs> like the beginning of january has been a little chaotic and messy and when things get like that i occasionally just eat for ease and that's cool i don't have a lot of judgment around it but i don't necessarily feel the best in my body at this exact moment as i record this um but that is what my goal is to spend more time this year in behaviors, in actions that lead to me feeling amazing in my body, like taking care of my health, being proactive, taking care of my energy, doing things that feel just really, really, really good to me. So there's that side of it. And then the other side, I alluded to it earlier, but I'm just ready to add color in. I do love neutrals. I have always loved neutrals, but there is also a piece of me that feels like maybe I was hiding ever so slightly in neutrals, but whatever the reason, doesn't really matter. This year, I want to add color. I want to add color to my home. I want to put color on my body. I'm like F minimalism. I'm ready for some maximalism. And I just want to play. I want to have fun with clothes. I want to have fun with color and um, just be willing to wear some really bright, fun stuff and show up in my body doing something that's like a little weird, a little wild, a little wacky. Okay. So those are the big things for me. Obviously, social media is number one, but dance, finding my style, getting in the pictures challenging my stories about my body and finding evidence to the contrary being the person in the room to hold the energy when there's no one there to do it for me and then moving forward with this goal of vibrancy from the inside literally out are the things that make me feel my best if you want to tell me about the things that have been most helpful for you you can leave me a voice note there's a link in the show notes where you can actually like leave me a message Or you can email me, hello, at foodfreedombodylove.com, or you can come on over to Instagram, foodfreedombodylove, and drop a note in my DMs. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, have a great day.